Like a chrysalis, we're emerging from the economy of the Industrial Revolution. An economy confined to and limited by the Earth's physical resources into the economy in mind, in which there are no bounds on human imagination, and the freedom to create is the most precious natural resource. Soul of Enterprise, business and the knowledge economy sponsored by Sage. Supporting small and medium-sized businesses by creating greater freedom for them to succeed. I'm Ed Kless, and my co-host Ron Baker is not quite yet with us because we are on the show floor of Summit 2015, the largest gathering of small and medium-sized business businesses on the planet. And I'm just thrilled to be here today. And we have a lineup of special guests. We're not going to be doing any commercials today. We're running all the way through. But we do have one of our sponsors on of the show, of the Soul of Enterprise, my friend, Peter Wolf. Welcome to the Soul of Enterprise, Peter. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Ed. So what do you think of the show so far? Summit? Yeah. It's amazing. There's so (laughs) many people here this year. Sage has really done a great job of turning out the crowds. I heard there's prospects in addition to the customers as well. Absolutely. And uh, the last, last number I, uh, count I heard was over 7,000, approaching 8,000 very quickly. It's so we amazing. are thrilled. Yeah. So, uh, Peter, tell our audience what it is that you do. I mean, obviously, you're a sponsor of the Soul of Enterprise, so they recognize you perhaps from some of our, the commercials that you play. But what do you do and how do you help businesses? Yeah. So my passion in life is to help small, medium-sized businesses become more profitable, effective, efficient, through the use of CRM. So it's a big switch. I don't sell CRM. I help customers succeed through using it. It's a tool to help them reach their goals. Yep, and CRM means lots of different things to lots of different people. And how, what do you go about doing to make sure what it means to them? Well, the, it always starts with a customer conversation. I want to understand what's important to them, what do they need to do, what are the challenges they're facing, because CRM is a blank slate. It can be used for a lot of different reasons, for a lot of different purposes. So I want to understand them. and. If I feel we can help them, I will take the conversation further. If I feel we can't help them, I'll try to put them on a path to somewhere where they can get the help they need. So, and that could mean not doing business with you then. That's right. I I don't feel like forcing the issue. You know, I'm a big fan of yours and Ron's philosophy of the firm of the future, value pricing. I believe in a money-back guarantee. Everything we do has a money-back guarantee. So you can bet I don't want to get in a situation where it's not going to be beneficial to the customer because the next conversation I'm going to have is, where's my money back? And I don't like to have those conversations, Ed. My wife doesn't like me to have those conversations. No, those are bad conversations to have. But interesting, so you offer a money back guarantee for implementation. Yeah, absolutely. Has anybody anybody pulled the trigger on you yet? Yeah, honestly, uh, in the last year and a half, we've done about 100 projects. Two people have asked for money back. One, just for a little bit, but really they wanted more training. So we just gave them more training instead of the money back. The other one, there was a management change. They decided they went down the wrong path with CRM and they got a refund. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Well, t- that, that, let's tell a, talk about some good stories. So sure. tell, tell me about a particularly interesting problem that you solved this year for a customer. You know, one of the things I like best about what we do is there are so many unique businesses out there. You know, small, medium-sized businesses come in a lot of flavors, a lot of varieties. And so when we talk about one situation, it's hard for me to separate them because each customer has their own challenges. One of the things I'm seeing a lot of, though, these days is CRM is really exploding as a topic and as a, as a technology. And I think a part of that is because with the internet, your competition is everywhere. You are no longer isolated by geography. And so businesses have to step up their game. They can't 
be doing the same level of service they did 10 years ago or even five years ago because your competition's a click away. And so we are always helping people deliver that excellent customer experience on their own. And so I, I take a lot of the ideas I learned with you and, and Ron, and I help my customers through that process. And not just the tool, but also the processes around the tool to make sure that they're going to have a successful business. I kind of avoided your question, but <laughs> that's like the generic answer there. The Sorry. generic answer. But, but, but you have an interesting business model in that you work virtually with a lot of not only customers, but the people who work for you, right? Yeah, that's right. We're a completely virtual organization. We have people all across Canada and the U.S. We have uh, customers coast to coast. Uh, and I don't know if it's good or bad, but I could probably get a lineup of my top 100 customers, and I probably wouldn't be able to pick out most of them because we've never <laughs> seen them. But that's the marvel of the world that we live in, the marvel of the technology that we deal with. It's just you can, you can serve businesses anywhere in the world these days. But how do you go about building culture in your organization when you don't see everybody every day, when there's no water cooler conversation to happen? Well, at least not around an actual water cooler. Right, it's the virtual water cooler. You know, we, we rely on the social collaboration tools. So right now we're using a product called Yammer mm -hmm. uh, to control our internal dialogues and discussions. Get, a lot more phone calls, you know, get on the phone and talk to someone and hash it out. We also have an annual, we call it Summit, we call it the Azamba Summit, so we're having that next week, so we're bringing everybody in so we can collaborate over a three-day period. Right, uh, well that's fantastic. Now do you have, like, how do you, an incorporation of new team members, same way, you know, you just kind of do it virtually and then they're invited once a year to the Azamba Summit. Yeah, that's right, and, and you know, um, we are a small business, so you know sometimes getting people together, that's kind of a big cost to bear, but it's worth it in the end, just to get everyone together, collaborate, get to know your, your coworkers. And one of the challenges that I have is creating better orientation programs. So we have 15 people in our company. Like a lot of small businesses, orientation isn't our strong suit. <laughs> and, and so we, we really are trying to get better at that so we can onboard people. And we've got a whole process now where we, it, for someone's first couple weeks in the job, they go through the different disciplines, the different areas of our company, and they sit with the, with the different coworkers so they can get a broader perspective than just their, their individual job. So that's something that you've done that's made you more successful is, yeah. is bringing those things into play. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's different. I mean, you, it, all the challenges and all the opportunities of a virtual organization really make you have to think through these things. <laughs> hey, I'm, I, this is fantastic. I love doing this at a live show. Interim president of Sage Jody Eucharest just took a, a selfie of me. I'm thrilled. Thank you. This is this is going to be this is so much fun. So much fun here, here Peter. Uh, what 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 conversations have you been having around Summit? What are, what are some of the things that you've heard that are you're excited about? There's just so much going on, and you know, for me, Sage CRM is such a great product. And I was in a meeting yesterday where the Sage team was talking about the different initiatives on the marketing side and the product development side. There's just a lot going on. So as a partner, I'm totally engaged. I think I've seen a lot of activity with the customers, and like we said, prospects are here. Uh huh. A lot of energy on the show floor. I love the, what they did with the the space. It's, yep. It's, yep. It's amazing. It's open. It's there's just a lot of energy around the show. Yeah, it's hard to describe. I mean, I'm trying to describe it for the audience here, but we're, we're in the in the middle of this massive conference center. Yeah. And there and every session is out in the open. There's no breakout rooms at all. Yeah. And yet it still seems to work. It, 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 we're not talking over one another. It, it, the, the conversations are really still maintained into an intimate basis, which like like we're having this conversation here, two people amongst you know seven or 8,000 people. So. Our, our closest friends. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like the way you described it is perfect. And you know, there's no walls, there's no barriers. You don't have to worry about going, to, where, where's my next session? And you're walking away from the action. You're in the action at all times. It's pretty cool. Yep. 
Well, that's fantastic. Uh, listen, I want to ask you something here about your business, too. Um, I I'm going to push you on this a little bit because uh -oh. you didn't answer the question earlier. I, I really want to hear about a, a, a good customer experience that you have done for one of your customers in the last, it doesn't have to be this year, but just a, I want to hear an interesting problem that you've solved. Yeah, so one of the things that we run into all the time is customers, our customers, trying to deliver a better experience for their customers. And so we have recently helped a customer that had, um, they have a lot of challenges meeting the demands of their, their requests from their customers, customer service, uh, add-on sales, upgrades, things like that. We set up a portal for them. So with SageSharm, you can expand the functionality and create a portal so it's ah. out, outward facing. Mm. And then your customers can go into the portal to get information. And so it's a double win because a lot of people these days, you know, want to do things 24-7 on their time, not yours. They don't care if it's, you know, it's Saturday at 3 o'clock and they're catching up on paperwork. They want to get access when they want it. And so the portal has helped this customer greatly increase their service levels to their customers. And, uh, you know, it also, on the flip side, it helps them lower their costs of supporting their customers because now the, their customers go to the portal versus calling up the account managers. So it's a win-win. Outstanding. That, that's really great. So I just handed a note here that uh, we, we were talking about this, but they can see they've taken some photos on uh, Facebook slash Voice America. So we'll, that, that's live. And also, of course, the hashtag for Summit is hashtag our Sage Summit, all one word. We're trending, Peter. Did you know this? We're, Sage Summit is actually trending on Twitter Love today. It. You know, Ed, Ed, I was told I have a face for radio, so I'm not <laughs> sure having a photo of the radio session actually is... But you said you dressed up, you wore a jacket today, that's which is, true. that's usually not you, Peter. You're no, just not usually no. a jacket kind of guy, but you just felt uh, the need. So it, we are... I, you know, it's your show, Ed. I wanted to show respect. <laughs> and I took my jacket off, and I usually have a jacket on. <laughs> so go figure. Go figure. Okay. Well, listen, I want to, you want, we have only a few minutes left with you, and I want to hear from you. What's your, what's your crystal ball prediction for maybe not just what you do, but industry in general and business in general over the next couple of years? Where do you, what's, what's the trends that you see in the conversations that you have every day with customers? Yeah, I see a lot of challenges with competition coming up. I think the Internet is moving in waves, and I think that it's, it's really created this situation where we compete with everyone. So I, I always, you know, I have this thing where I say, if you have a one in a million idea on the internet, you're, there's a thousand people out there just like you. <laughs> and so, you know, we're in competition, so that means we have to step up our game, that there's gonna be more demands on each of us individually to keep our act together. And, uh, you know, tools like CRM, business intelligence, dashboarding, I think these are some of the things that you see in like the Sage Live product, where they're kind of embedding those things. I think, you know, that's exciting. CRM is exciting. To me, that's, that's it's very powerful. So, and I'm, I'm now looking at Doug Sleater. Welcome, Doug. This, I don't think it's live. That's okay. We'll get you. We'll get you going, though. Um, but, but hey, listen. I want to. This has been fantastic, Peter. What What else? Is, so that's the big trend, and I think you're absolutely right. But what do you do to differentiate yourself and your organization? Yeah, we focus on CRM. That's all we do. So we're not trying to be a generalist where we do a lot of different things. We also focus on small, medium-sized businesses. So you know, anybody. Our sweet spot's probably 10 to a couple hundred users, so we really have a, we really know what we know, and we try to stay in that paradigm. The other thing that we do is we have onboarding programs. We've packaged up a lot of our offerings to help customers get up and running very quickly with CRM, so they get their ROI a lot faster. 
Awesome. And that's yeah. working great for you, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing. We're, well, some of, the, some of the challenges, though, even because it's not necessarily about the technology, is it, getting people up to speed? It's about their emotional reaction to the change. So uh, what are the, some of the things that you do to try to overcome that? Because I can slam in a system relatively yeah. quickly from a technology standpoint, right? Absolutely. But how do you overcome that, that inertia around what they're doing inside their businesses? Yeah, that's a great question. We have, we've done hundreds of CRM implementations over the last 10 years, and we've learned these what we call four principles of success. It's streamline the software to make sure that the end users aren't getting too much complexity. We personalize it to make sure it fits their needs. Uh, we do proper levels of training. We do instructor-led training videos, uh, workbooks, and then we do mentoring. So once you go live, we have a built-in process where we're going to meet with you for, for several weeks after you go live to make sure there's no hiccups in the road. Fantastic. Yep. Well, uh, Peter, I, I think I'll let you go if you want to get Perfect. going. It's about a little bit after after your time. So thanks for being a guest thanks on the Solar Enterprise. Thanks for being a sponsor. And we'll continued great work in the future. And we look forward to a great relationship with you in the future. Take care. Have a good show, Ed. Fantastic. Bye. Thanks. Come on in. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, you're next. You should have sat down earlier. I'm sorry. I didn't recognize you from your photo. Come on in. Yep, headset on. Got stuff going. Hey, Christina. Nice to meet you. Yeah, got to get really close today. Really, really close. Is that good? All right. Okay. <laughs> close to the more comfortable, more close than you're going to be comfortable for. So, welcome to the Solar Enterprise. We, this is uh, a radio show that I do on a regular basis, and we're thrilled to be live at Sage Summit 2015. Yeah. And we're introducing customers of Sage as well as uh, speakers. And you are a speaker, right? I am at, a speaker. Yep. At, at, at several Sage. panels. Yeah. Several panels. Fantastic. Uh, and you've got a book. So thank you. Here's yep. my. We'll trade thank books. That <laughs> now that that's done. <laughs> Um, one thing I want, wanted to ask you, so tell us a little bit about yourself. What is it that you do? What how, what motivates you? What motivates me? Yeah. Well, I'm actually here because last year I won the 2014 Entrepreneurial Rule Breaker of the Year Award. Wow, yeah, congratulations. Thank you. That's so I'm awesome. here this year to award the new winner. That's tonight. Uh-huh. Uh, but so my I created this business. I, I've been an entrepreneur forever. I was kind of had a year off and I broke my foot. And I was put in this god-awful, big, black medical boot. And I was headed to New York <laughs> City. And I'm on the train thinking, what can I do to make this look good? Because I'm going to the fashion capital of the world. There was nothing on the market. So I created a fashion line okay. to make medical boots look good. I've had celebrities wear it. I've won all kinds of contests. I was named Steve Harvey's top inventor. <laughs> okay, fun. On his show. So I've had a lot of fun with it. And then what's evolved is because I got all this publicity, all these business owners are like, Christina, how are you doing this? I, I need to learn how to get publicity. Well, I did it all myself. I couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. So now I help small business owners get exposure for their business because they can't afford advertising and publicists. And once you know what you're doing, it's not that hard. And why do you do that? Why, why do you like that aspect of it? Because people need customers. Mm -hmm. You know, small businesses, I want them all to do well. Yeah. And if they can learn this and they get these customers and clients, they stay in business. Yep. Well, one of the big things about our show, The Soul of Enterprise, was surrounded around this idea that, hey, listen, business needs a... a a spiritual component, if you will. Not necessarily religious, but spiritual, because there's nobody here in business but us people. Right. Right? And a lot of times what we see in business is this very mechanistic, you know, reports and, hey, listen, we, we're a sage. We sell lots of great right. software that does all kinds of reports. But ultimately, it's about, just like Stephen Kelly was talking about earlier today, it's about the people in your business. It's about the, the soul. So where you're, you're helping people help. really 
expand out on that. So right. I think that that's fantastic. So what did you get in? Have you created anything else in addition to the boot now, or is it mostly your focus now on just helping other entrepreneurs at this point? Yeah, my dream, my big yeah, billion dollar dream, is to have a heel in style section <laughs> in every Target, Walmart. Well, it just changes that whole negative feeling. So whether you're in a sling or a brace or anything, you could go to that section and put something on there that will make you feel better for six weeks, eight weeks. I have I have customers that are in these things for years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I had the plantar fasciitis was in the boot. Right. Yeah. And but right. So yeah. if you could do something fun, if you could put your favorite sports team on it or I mean, the, well, all I really have for men right now is camo. But there's somebody here in a boot, and he said, do you have camo? I'm a hunter. So I gave him the website. I said, yes, I do. <laughs> Perfect. Making customer acquisition yeah. a, a Ab strategy right here at the Absolutely. show. Absolutely. So tell me, what, your, what are your thoughts on Sage Summit 2015? Oh, it's, it's been amazing. I love, I love the energy. I love that we're all here together. Um, we had a great Rule Breakers panel this morning, and I'm on another one this afternoon about women in business, and I've, I've met amazing people. Looking forward to the event tonight. It's just, it's just been a lot of fun. I love that. I, you know, one of my, I do a lot of interviewing. Uh, as, as some, I, one of the things that I do for Sage is I help our business partners sometimes hire people. Okay. And one of my favorite questions to, to ask on an interview is, tell me about a time when you broke or bent a rule at work. And what's so funny is, and I'm usually doing these interviews like well, remotely. Right. So there's a huge pause because they want to, they're, they're like, does what? this guy, yeah. does this guy want me to break <laughs> rules or does he not want me to break rules? And, they're, it, and it's so funny. They're trying to figure that out and I won't let on with them, but I have yeah. a feeling that you'd pass one of my interviews with flying colors. Yeah. So, so what rule did you break? in order to win the Rule Breaker Award? Well, I created, <laughs> I, I brought fun to medicine. You know, medicine is not a fun, it's a functional industry. Uh -huh. And I, I made it fun. How dare I, you? Right. I, I <laughs> even had a doctor who said to me, I wish I could get you on insurance under compliance. Because, you know, those boots you can take off. Right. But right. now, if it's fun and fashionable, you're not going to take it off. You're yep, going to yeah, stay in it you for know, six days. Kids will want to wear them now. It's right. like the, like braces. You know, they're like, no, I they, want the braces now. Because it's cool. Because it's cool now. Yeah. 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 And they figured it out with casts. You know, when, when we grew up, we all had white casts. Right. Well, even, you know, I see grown men in lime green and, you know, crazy colors because you want to make it fun for that, that little bit of time. That's all part of that. Yeah. Being, being in that boot is never fun. No. Yeah. No. I, well, no. now it is. Now it now. is. Now, now, now it is. You, you give good. it a reason, reason for it to yeah. be fun. So tell me a little bit about your book. I haven't had a chance to read it. You just handed yeah. it to me. Yeah. So, uh, so again, I had, you know, my phone was ringing off the hook. You know, Christina, how are you doing this? So I wrote a book called PR for Anyone, 100 Plus Affordable Ways to Easily Create Buzz for Your Business. And I'm not a writer. It's a tip book. I have some funny stories in there, but you can flip through and it, I just give you, you know, 100, 126 ideas of how to make your business newsworthy. Outstanding. Tell yeah. me, give me, can you share one or two of them with me? Um, yeah. I'll put you on the spot. You, you are know, putting like, me on you the know. spot. <laughs> no, I always say start local. Local's the easiest way sure. to get publicity. You know, your local newspaper, your local magazines, your local television stations are always looking for interesting stories. And I kind of have a, a three-pillar approach. Make yourself newsworthy. Have a great hook because you got to be able to, you want that journalist to read what you're sending in and find the right journalist. And if you have those three components, you're going to be really successful and much more successful than your competitors. People love that human interest story, don't they? Yeah. So if you can find a way to tie it, and I talk a lot about that in the book and mm -hmm. how to tie it all together. Yeah. This sounds fascinating. I'll make sure to, to, to get a hold of it. So. Good. Um, 
I, I, what, what is something that maybe you have done to publicize yourself? How did you get that first celebrity to wear your, what? what I t this is a good story. Good, perfect. So I set Google alerts that say like celebrity broken, celebrity broken. No broken. way. Yes, I cannot no make way. this up. No way, celebrity breaks ankle and I want to know about it. Well, let me tell you, one day <laughs> there's Diana Ross at LAX okay. in a wheelchair in a boot. Ding, ding, ding. So, <laughs> and everyone thinks I'm crazy. I Googled her publicist. I picked up the phone and I said, hey, Christina, Casmetic Designs, this is what I do. They put me through. And so I told him, he said, shoot me an email. I sent him an email. He replied back and he said, I sent it to Miss Ross. I'll let you know. I'm sure, sure. you did. Yeah, sure. why, whatever. Two hours later, the email comes back. She loves your product. And I knew that she was going to be singing for President Obama in Washington, D.C., which is where I live. Wow. So I already said, I can meet you down there. I'll meet her people. And I went to the Ritz-Carlton, and I met her um, her costume designer. And we I spent two hours with her. And um, I sent my Google alerts again. And the next morning, there she was wearing it. Outstanding. Yeah. And so, and then, of course, you publicized that. Oh, and, that, and they I, told two friends, and they told two friends, and they told two friends. Well, the best story of all is I had been trying to get an appointment at the largest orthopedic company in the Mid-Atlantic. Mm -hmm. And once I sent them the picture, I got the appointment, and they carry my product now. Outstanding. Uh, have, are any insurance companies, like, even thinking about this oh, that you know of? Maybe now. Well, you know <laughs> why? And you know why? Because here's, here's what I'm thinking, and this goes directly to some of the stuff that we talk about, and I think one of the things that Sage believes about this whole idea of business is if it's actually helping people heal. Why not? What, wouldn't insurance companies say we we want to do this because the quicker you get better, the, the, the faster you recover. If you feel good about yourself, it's less the money. less time, it's yep. le less money. So it's really, really interesting that all of these things really do come together yep. once you once you think about it. Doc, Dr. Chopra was talking about that thing oh, this yep. morning. We have to, we, it, it, we're holistic people. We're not just an ankle, right? We're, we're, we've got this piece to us that right. really desires this. So um, th your product sounds fantastic. Thank and I, you. I'm sure you've helped ton of people heal faster that's got to be oh, a great feeling it is and and I cannot tell you people say what's the best part about your business it's the emails that I get and the uh, do I have a second to tell a quick story yeah please oh yeah so it was um, Christmas Eve uh -huh. and there was a package at my front door and there was a woman who wanted to wear my product but she couldn't afford it and her husband had a heart attack and then the, there was the shooting in Newtown Connecticut and I just I just mailed her stuff I said just feel better about yourself I just want to do something for somebody on Christmas Eve there was a box of cookies and I'm going to cry. I cry every time I tell the story. But she said, we don't have much and we can't really do anything for anybody. But I'm so I bake for my friends and I'm honored to call you a friend. Wow. That that made everything I've ever done worth it. And, and there's and there's stories like that that you don't even know about. Yeah. Right. right. And that and that's the really that cool happened, part yep. is that you go beyond that. and You think, OK, this is the one person who did let me know right. what happened. Who I touched. And you, I'm sure that there are more and more and more of yeah. those. So that's so that's just a great story. I love story. what I do. <laughs> well, as you should, because yeah. like I said, you're making people well. And I, you know, I don't think there's anything more noble than that. But you know, it isn't in your working with other businesses on public relations is all, all that. You got to tie into that because isn't ultimately that's what it's all about. I mean, Ron and I, who's my 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 co-host, is joining us now. Um, you know, we, we we believe that business, as I said, has has the spiritual component to it, and it's really ultimately capitalism. If you think about it, is about gift giving, right? It's about um, you had to figure out what would work for someone else right. that you didn't even know, right? Right. So, but we, but yet business has this perception of it's all about us, it's about greed, it's about this, but it's not. It, it's it, not, it's and it's funny that you say that. I work 
with competitors in my space all the time in, in the PR space. People are like, what? Because there's millions of people who need what we do and somebody might like you better than me or your format or the way you do it. Mm -hmm. So why not work together? Hey, I'll take these people, you take these people. Let's just all go at them at once. And it works. Fantastic. Well, yeah. If you don't mind, I'm just going to bring my co-host yeah. in, Ron Baker, who just finished up a session over yes. at, uh, how, how was that go, Ron? Uh, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Mr. Spock and uh, Homer Ho Simpson. Homer Simpson, yeah. okay, oh. which is very interesting. If you ever get a chance to see this, he's got a <laughs> terrific session on this. Uh, we're just talking with uh, Christina Davis. Davis. Daves. 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 I'm sorry, I missed, okay. it, missed it. Okay. Uh, it really appreciate it. She, she, uh, you probably haven't heard any of this, so she created this uh, uh, fashion boot, boot that goes on. I, like I read your bio. I okay. thought that was fascinating. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I'm sorry I missed that story. Yep. No, so we're really appreciative. And so what are your thoughts going forward on Summit? Where are you going from here? What, what's what's next on your... I'm going to watch a few more sessions, uh -huh. and then I'm in a Women in Business panel later, and I'll be at the Rule Breakers Award tonight, crowning the new winner. I can't wait are to Are you do ready that. to give up your title? It's been a wonderful <laughs> year, but it's time to let somebody else It's shine. time to let somebody else wear the <laughs> yeah, crown yes. and bring it forward. Well, yeah. that's, that's, that's fantastic. Well, we are so glad that you could stop by Thank here you. on the Soul of Enterprise. And, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. How can people get a hold of you? So let's, let's uh, get that oh, out there. Yeah. Um, Heal in Style is the website for if anybody out there has a broken ankle or foot. And then um, PR for anyone. If I can help any other small businesses out there, just reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, great. Hey, Ron, did you have any questions? Before? No, I mean, I did, I did have a question about the Rule Breaker Award. Yes. What exactly is I love the title of that. Yeah, so last year was the first one, and it was just entrepreneurs who think outside of the box, oh. who do, do things differently. And, you know, I, I brought fun and fashion to the medical industry, which yeah. is not a fun and fashionable place. No, <laughs> so. not at all. No, that's, I, I love your story. Yeah. That's great. And Thank you have you. a book, right? I yes. do, yeah. He's okay, excellent. I got a copy, Ron. You didn't get a copy. Okay. I have a copy oh. for you. Oh, okay, I excellent. Thank you. Two for one. To, yeah, you got you got a copy of our book together, but you, okay. have to get, you had to give out two, give for, two. One. two for one. Two for one, yeah. <laughs> we're we're making out in the deal we're, again, yeah. Ron. We we're, just we're good pricers. <laughs> that's, that's the issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two books for the price of one. Well, terrific. It has been so much fun getting to know you, just however briefly. And we Thank appreciate you. you being here as a Sage employee. I want to express, you know, how how wonderful it is that you could Thank share you. your story with us and with all of our partners and customers and even the Sage colleagues here. It's just just, just great. So awesome. keep up the great work, and we hope to see you back again in great. the future here at, at Sage. I'd Summit. love to be here. Thank right. you. Great. All right. Thanks, Christina. Awesome. All right, bye. Thanks, Christina. <laughs> All right. And I do have a oh. Yep, Ron. This is just fantastic. So, how, so we're we're here at State Summit, Ron. What do you uh, think so far? Uh, I'm loving it, Ed. I just think this is fantastic. I, they've done such a great job in this hall and the theaters and all the different breakout sessions. So I'm just really excited to be here. I have not given a session yet. So how? What's the experience? I'm going to be doing that later. It, it's really great. I mean, I had. I had people standing in the back. It was kind of standing room only. So it was really great. Got some great questions and a lot of interest uh, in, in uh, the pricing topic of behavioral economics. So I was really excited really? about that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Is that why, that's why you relate. Yeah, yeah, got yeah good, yes. great, some I got some great, great questions. Including one from your pricer. It's age. Really? Yes. Uh, Kevin? Ke there's a couple of pricers. No, so another, I met, guy. Okay. another guy. Another guy. Okay, okay. good. Yep. Good, good, good. Pretty good. interesting. So, but you're enjoying Sage Summit. You're, this is a this is a, a routine now for you at this point, right? Uh, this is my fifth one, maybe fifth or sixth. Not in a row, though. No, I, don't think. I think no. you skipped. But Although I did one last year. Yes, you so, did one yeah. last year. So, and that was Vegas, right? 
It is. So, it was Vegas. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, we're we're about to introduce our next guest, but we just want to remind awesome. everybody that you can get to uh, the Soul of Enterprise, our new website. We're excited to have that launched, and also ask TSOE at verisage.com to ask. Uh, I'm sorry, at, ha- hashtag, hashtag ask TSOE or just TSOE at Verisage Tom if you have any questions, and you can find show notes and all that stuff. And these are going to be special live shows that are archived out. Uh, we'll put them up on our website and make everything happen. So, uh, but now I'm gonna, we're going to turn our attentions to uh, to my friend uh, Seth David. Welcome to the Soul of Enterprise. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. All <laughs> right. Well, we're glad you're here, and uh, I'm going to start and then quickly pass it over to Ron because he has uh, not been able to. Inter- he had a session earlier, as you might have, might have just heard. So, first off, tell us a little bit about yourself, Seth. So, I uh, started my first company in 2003, Nerd Enterprises. Uh, later on, incorporated that company. And to cut a long story very short, at a certain point, I started creating videos to help answer questions that I was being asked frequently by bookkeepers. And I would upload those videos to YouTube at the suggestion of an internet marketing guy that I had hired years back and never knew what was about to happen, which was that those videos started gaining a lot of traction. I started getting a lot of people responding to me, commenting, saying, hey, these videos are really helpful. Are you going to do more? Can you do this topic? And so on. And next thing I know, fast forward till today, I have one YouTube channel with over 7,000 subscribers, and it generates a ton of inbound traffic, people calling wow. me every day looking for more help. And then we started schoolofbookkeeping.com, which has its own YouTube channel. In less than two years, we're already at 1,000 subscribers. So it's, that one's growing very fast. Wow. And is this worldwide? You get listeners from all over? Yes, I do. Um, in fact, it was funny because I have, uh, I've, I've had digital products since about the same time. You know, Excel templates and things that people can download that a lot of my videos would be based on. For example, a template they could come and download. And I once went and ran a report and I was shocked because I had people who had bought my digital products from places like the United Arab Emirates, from Switzerland, lots of people in Australia and the UK. I mean, I didn't even realize. So at that point, I, that inspired me to build something new into my marketing and branding, which is that now every video started off with me saying, this is Seth David from the world famous Nerd Enterprises Incorporated, because I realized I was actually accessing people all over the world. I don't know that I was truly world famous by whatever definition there is, but... Oh, that's awesome. And Seth, you're a CPA, right? I'm not a CPA. I have an accounting degree from okay. Pace University. Okay. But Pace? A, but Pace University? Yes, sir. Alumni! Here we go. We have an alumni meeting right here. Okay, good. Uh Uh-oh, a reunion. (laughs) Anyway, no, I I graduated, went to Pace College of White Plains. Okay, I I was on the, um, not the White Plains campus, I was on the Pleasantville campus. Beville. Beville. I'm one of the few people that successfully did an entire degree at College of White Plains and never went to the Pleasantville campus except for parties. Nice, (laughs) nice. And I actually escaped ever going down to the New York City campus, which was South Street Seaport. But um, one of my fraternity brothers, I was in Talk Kappa Epsilon. Yep, Zeke. yep, yep. Uh, so one of my fraternity brothers from there moved up, and we actually got to be very close and did a lot of stuff together back then that I probably shouldn't talk about here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Seth, do you do this full time? I mean, do you have a practice too, or do you, or, or is the video teaching? I do. You know, what happened was as I was doing the videos and getting more traction based on that, you know, I had a consulting business then. I still have it today. What I decided was that the training was more likely to feed the consulting versus the other way around. Mm -hmm. Because consulting, they're going to say, well, I already pay you to do that. What do I need you to train me for? But a lot of the training gigs would turn into somebody saying, hey, you know what? Can I just hire you to do this for me? And what would that cost? 
So I do have the consulting. My emphasis is on the training. I frankly enjoy that more. Uh, but as these training gigs do turn, turn over to consulting gigs, I do have a little consulting business on the side. In fact, one of the talks I'm going to be giving here is really based on inspiration that struck me last year with respect to one particular consulting engagement that I was hired to do. It was a project, and it was the first time I employed value pricing. Woo! All right. And it, it just the experience itself, which I'll tell the story, of course, um, was what made me realize how powerful that could be. Because quite frankly, and I'll give you the quick version, if I had charged by the hour, I would have made a very small fraction of what I made on this project. And the client had clearly communicated to me what the value was to him. And, you know, and, so, and, and when I thought about it and I realized I could use some applications that could streamline my work process and get it done really quickly, time didn't matter. So right. you know, that was when I said, okay, there's something to this. And I, I, I thought of Ed and I said, all right, this guy actually does know what he's talking about. <laughs> occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> not, all, not all the time, Seth. Not all the time. That's, that's for sure. That's also, are you value pricing more now? I, so I'm building a whole consulting bookkeeping service based solely on value pricing. Everything is based on that. And one of the things that, because I was in your Veer Sage group on Facebook and I had asked the question, how do you deal with the paying side? Because what if right. I have somebody who's charging me by the hour? I could lose my shirt on that potentially. And so somebody, I think it might have even been you, Ron, suggested that you get them to do the same thing. They get a percentage of revenue. Right, And right. so that once I put that picture together and I had a guy I was meeting with every week, he just wanted to talk shop, I asked him the question. I said, would you be willing to take on bookkeeping clients with me and get paid a percentage of revenue? And he said, absolutely. And he says, especially if I can have the training from you, meaning me, to uh, learn how to use the apps to streamline things and so he could get things done faster because obviously the more efficient he gets them, the more work he can take on, the more percentages of revenue he can collect and based on that we can both really succeed right right Seth let me ask you you work with a lot of bookkeepers I would imagine some accounting firms yes as well what do you think is the number one challenge facing those professions marketing I think accountants need the most help in the area of marketing either they don't know how to do it or they're just afraid to or they're afraid to do it well and I know that sounds funny but anytime I'm talking to an accountant, consistently the, the, the questions I get from them, especially knowing who I am and what I've accomplished, is how do I do it? How can I do what you've done? And usually the answer is some version of you have to create content. You have to use social media to showcase your skill set, your knowledge, what you're really good at. And then you never have to sell ever again. Because by the time people call me and they say, hey, I was just watching one of your videos on YouTube. I know the selling work's done. They already know I can do the job. It's only a question of how my services work and whether or not they can afford it. Afford it. And oftentimes the affordability part is just a matter of getting creative when you need to. So it's very rare that I have to turn somebody away unless they're just flat out. You know, I'll, I'll, one quick story. A woman called me up from Florida and she'd seen one of my videos. And so she says, you know, how much is a session? And I said, well, I have packages, you know, I'm trying to do as best as I can to value price a training model, but it's difficult because of the whole, people just want to say, I want an hour session, how much does that cost, right? right. So I said to her, at that time it was 185 an hour for a session with me, which includes a recording and so on. And she says, well, I can have somebody come to my house and do it for $75. And in so many words, and as polite as I could be about it, I said, okay, call them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, sure. <laughs> That's what it came down to. But, you know, so going back to your question, it's when you create the content, most people are sold by the time they call you. She's a rare exception to the rule, but most of the people 
I tell them $185 an hour and they say, that's a steal. And by the way, I increased that to 250 this year and even more people are signing up. It's, it's a perception, you know, a value yep. that when they see that something costs more, they figure there's something to it. There's something valuable about it. Especially with consulting and education, because if they're paying a big price and they're going to pay attention to it. Yes. They're going to make sure they make use of it and they're going to make sure they make use of that recording I give them. And that's my whole sort of push them over the fence sort of selling tool, which is, hey, you're going to get a recording of this. If we just did a session, if I came to your house and did a session, you're going to retain what, maybe 20% of it at most within a week. But this way with the recording, you can review that over and over again as much as you need to and maximize your retention. And that's what gets people, you know, so I, and I guess in the bigger picture, you know, to address the challenge that a lot of accountants, I think, have, especially with the marketing, is get, get that value add in there. Get something in there. And in fact, one of my talks, I, I forget if it's today's or tomorrow's, it leaves people off with that question is, what one thing can you think of that you can offer that's going to help you to create a noticeable difference? That's going to make you stand out from the guy down the block who claims to be doing the same thing. Right, right. Right. Hey, listen, we have a, a serendipitous moment just happened here. We have uh, Seth Feinberg from Accounting Web. So we have Seth and oh, Seth. All right. It's like the, you know, remember the old show, Larry? Seth Squared. The, yeah, no, uh, this is my my brother Larry's, my other brother Larry. No, Daryl. This is my, I'm Larry. This is my brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. We got Bob Seth Newhart. Seth. Yeah. yeah, Bob Newhart. This is great. So, uh, and, and I saw a lot of head nodding from Seth Feinberg when you're hearing uh, Seth David talk about this marketing. So, so kick in on this conversation. You, you seem to be like all in, right? Yeah, Ed, uh, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, first time, uh, first time here, uh, long time caller. So closer to the mic, closer <laughs> to the mic. First time listener, long time caller. <laughs> Love it. Well, awesome. So, but, but he, he's got a lot of good things to say. I mean, you work with accountants all the time in, 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 in your role. We do, we do. We're a community site for accountants, so we hear from them uh, quite often, uh, as well as folks such as, such as you all who are trying to preach the message for years. Uh, uh, Ron, I know that you've been trying to, uh, to preach the, the uh, value pricing message for quite some time now. Do you feel like it's, it's sinking in? It sounds like it's, you know, it's, it's happening now because of, um, I, I don't know about the, you know, necessarily the convergence of technology and, hey, I need to do something different now and really need to think about, okay, what is my value? And you're asking all these existential kinds of questions as a firm, like where do I want to go? Um, a lot of accountants these days are also kind of jumping off uh, and starting their own thing. And they have to figure out, how do I do that? The first question they have to ask is, well, how do I price? How do I value what I do? Right. Yep. Right. And I'm going to be talking about that in, in my t talk tomorrow. Outstanding. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's called From $25 an Hour to $185 an Hour. And I know I'm talking hourly, but bear with Shame me on that. Shame on you. And it says, but because that's we how have I started. To know hours we'll, we'll, we'll work on them. We'll work I, I, over okay. them. <laughs> I can't ignore my roots, but then it says how to power price your value pricing. Beautiful. And it's, it's based on my, I'm going to tell my story. I started out charging by the hour. I continually increased the rates. The training model, as I said, is still based on, you know, per training, which is typically an hour. And then I have packages where you can buy and it scales down. But in terms of the value pricing and what I'm learning, offering that consulting service on a value price basis, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk a little bit tomorrow about how it can be very subjective to try and determine what the value is to the client. Sometimes you'll be lucky and they'll give it to you. Not sometimes, always. It's always subjective. So then that's, it, oh, it's always subjective. It's always right. subjective. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I'm saying sometimes they'll still tell you, they'll say, hey, I think this project is worth $5,000. And I'll say, oh my God, I can get this done in a day. $5,000 done, right? 
and that was the essence of the story I was alluding to earlier. But a lot of times I have to figure it out. So one thing I want to go out there, and I, I, I guess I'm going to partly ruin the surprise, but why not? We're all here. Yeah, it's just us and 5,000 of our so friends. So basically what I want to ask is this, I want to ask people to consider this one question. What gets you excited to go out and do the work and get the job done? How much money gets you so excited that you're not going to be thinking for even a second that you've undersold yourself so that you'll be so excited to do the work that you'll really do the best job you possibly can and offer the most amazing value you can because you won't be thinking about anything else while you're working on that client's project because you're getting paid so well and you're so excited to do it. That's my message to people about Brilliant. this. Brilliant. Love hey, it. I'm going to give, give you a little tip here, ready? The marketing tip, Okay. Right? So you got to stop calling it training. Okay. Yeah. Call it education. education. You can okay. you can charge way more for education than you can for training. It's like, being it. a, it's like being a strategy consultant. Uh, <laughs> you put strategy in front of something and it makes it doubles, triples in value. Yeah. Okay. No, we, have, we, we have a saying ready and this is like really not for public air but it, since it's just you and me talking <laughs> I can say it. So the difference between training and education think about it this way. Uh, would you want your 16 year old daughter going to sex training or sex education? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Big difference. We, right? we, we See, we're getting applause we're, for that one. Right on. We, we train <laughs> pets. We educate humans. Seth, I want to ask you the same question I asked Seth. What do you, <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward. This right. is awkward. Do you want training or education <laughs> or sex? <laughs> what is the number one issue facing the profession? Dealing with change. Change management. Absolutely. Quit the pace of change? Like how quickly? Just managing it. You know, it within their firm and, and also just feeling like, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I just kind of got set up doing things this way. And now you're telling me I need to, you know, kind of move in this direction. Like, you know, let me breathe for a second for a second. And, you know, to your point before, too, about, you know, all this is, is about, you know, value and putting value. Uh, Ron, you might have even mentioned this in a conversation with me is it's very difficult for accountants to kind of have that introversion and really kind of look at themselves and say, wow, like I have X value right. and to express right. that to their clients it's hard to see the box when you're in it right yeah <laughs> there's a box i didn't know about the box nobody told me about the box ron there's a box and there's a cat in the box yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Seth, I'm gonna, thanks for, for being on the show. Really appreciate you thanks stopping by. Thanks for having me. Just happened to be serendipitous. Uh, we're going to finish up with, with uh, Seth here, Seth from Nerd Enterprises. I want to ask you, what do you think of Summit? It's amazing. This thanks. is my first time ever here. And, oh, wow. Uh, I, I love the format. You know, it's funny. I, I walked around because I wanted to see where I was going to be giving my talks. And at first I was a little nervous because I see there's these theaters and they're right next to one another and isn't it going to be distracting or conflict somehow. But then I walked around and I, I, I got my GoPro camera, so I'm really excited. I'm using that to take, you it know, It should be on video. right now, Seth. It should be. But <laughs> I, it's hard for me to talk and shoot at the same <laughs> yeah, time. And you talk with, I know you talk with your hands like I do, yeah, too. So, yeah. so, and then people are going to get very nauseous when they watch that video. <laughs> but I went around and I, I realized as I went around with the camera and, and, and I'm watching little excerpts of what's going on and it, and it occurred to me, no, they don't conflict at all. It's actually a brilliant setup. And now I'm excited because my talk is happening in about 45 minutes. Uh, and I'm, I'm, my, my plan is to get passersby involved. Yep. I'm going to say, hey, you, sit down. You need this. Yep. <laughs> and, and you will. That's what's really cool about this format. You do get the walk-by traffic, and they do stop and linger. It's great. Right, which is brilliant really because if well. I'm in an enclosed room, you know, it's anybody's guess if somebody might happen to stumble in. It's probably based more on them checking the schedule and be seeing based on that that it's something they might be interested in, but then they have to choose between me and someone else. So I love this format because I can bounce around very easily from one to the other. Right. 
you know, well, and as a speaker, what I found a little bit about it last year is you got to keep their interest because they can just get up and walk away. You know, and it's <laughs> that kind of right. no harm, no foul. It's not, you know, you're it, 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 since it is so so tight, right? They can they can get up. and You're like, well, they don't have to embarrass themselves by going to the back of the room. They can just leave, and everybody's, you know, so there's no right. stigma. There's no them, stigma. Yeah, That's right. So you got so you got to yeah. be much more engaged. Very well, true. Four new employees, a 20% increase in revenue. Being one of the 9 million women business owners in the U.S. These are your proudest numbers, your landmarks of growth and success. Sage helps you achieve business milestones with cloud and software solutions that lead to deeper financial insights. Believe in your numbers. See what Sage can do for your business. Visit believeinyournumbers.com today. tuned into the soul of enterprise with ron baker and ed class to find out more about our show visit verisage.com you may also tweet us at verisage that's v-e-r-a-s-a-g-e now back to the soul of enterprise you know one of the themes of the show is knowledge work i mean that we're knowledge workers and certainly what you do is knowledge work and one of the hardest things for us to articulate, I think, to firms that are thinking about making this change, whether it's a row or getting rid of timesheets and not billing by the hour, is how the workers approach the work differently in a timeless environment, in a row type environment. Can you kind of talk to that? I know it's hard to articulate, but what happens to the mindset of your people when they're not, when they're not looking at clocks anymore? Yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, we we have a few new employees and one of our new employees had been working for another organization that does what we do in our area. And it's I think it's very freeing for the consultants that are working with customers because we, we know exactly what we're supposed to do. And there isn't this sense that I have to go back to the customer because now it's taking me longer and I have to you know, ask my boss for permission to do the work and I'm, I'm going to have to get somebody to prove that I'm going to maybe not charge them for it. And it, it just frees the everybody up from having to be so concerned about, you know, billing a customer for something. We're, we're, we're working towards a result and we've already decided how much that's going to cost and so they don't need to worry about it. So you can tell them just do the right thing. Exactly. And that's okay. Yeah. Well, we've got about five minutes left, Wendy. Let's talk a little bit about Sage Summit 2015. Okay. What, what, are, your, what are your thoughts? What are your impressions? Uh, it's very different tone this year. Very much more upbeat. And uh, as a partner, I've, I do feel a lot more appreciated this year. Uh, well, good. You've always been appreciated <laughs> by me. You know. Oh, thanks, Ed. Mutual. Um, but the, the keynote this morning was awesome. I, I really enjoyed hearing Stephen Kelly speak. I thought, you know, it's been a few years, and I should, I don't know if I should say this, but it's been a few years since we've had really a, an engaging speaker from Sage's, uh, the executive team. Sure. I mean, Himanshu is always awesome, but, um, you know, he was very engaging and, and did a great job, I thought, with the keynote 
um, Colin Powell and Deepak Chopra. Together, I thought it was awesome. really interesting the format, right? Where he he did it did it interview style like this, rather than each of them coming out and doing a, a keynote or, or their their normal shtick. Yeah. I mean, I think they got some of that stuff out, but it, it was it was interview formatted very, and they were riffing off each other, yeah. which was great. Yeah. No, it was very conversational, and and it, it they were just so nice and kind and real and it was it was a nice change i thought that you know the whole morning went really well and i'm glad i got out of bed it was a little hard to do this morning after having wine with you guys last night (laughs) (laughs) but it was what one thing sticks in your mind so far from the summit um yeah i I would just again say that you know there's there seems to be a, a real appreciation for the partnership that we have with sage and um just a you know a genuine a humbleness and you know we it just feels like we are on a journey more together and and feeling more appreciated and it i think it's gonna pay dividends to sage as i it will help partners feel more engaged and it, it's that's I, I just feel that that whole tone is much different than last year right and what do you, what do you think of the, the the format this year with the absolutely no breakouts where the things out in the open like this? I like it. I like it a lot. And I I was concerned last year when because it was similar format, not not entirely like this, but I was concerned last year because I felt like you're going to w- be walking by and people are going to be distracted and and the speakers are going to be distracted. But I was very happy to see that that did, that wasn't the case. It was. You know, like you said, people can just get up and leave, and right. it's not uncomfortable. And uh, you can just go, and you can sort of catch a bit of this or that, and it just in walking by. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I, I'm, I haven't seen much this on the floor yeah, we're yet. Yeah, just getting but started. It's a yeah. Tuesday, so yeah. more on that. But, but you know what I find too is that even once you get inside the space, it's more intimate inside the space. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's great. It, it keeps an energy around it too. I think because everybody's here and in one area, and it, it feels a little bit more energized. Awesome, awesome. Well, listen. Thanks for being a guest on the Soul of Enterprise. We have totally put you outside your comfort yeah. zone, and yes, you thank did. You, Wendy. you did great. <laughs> you should be very proud of yourself. I hope you're proud of yourself, and you didn't say sorry once, but in jest. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> and, and Wendy, how can folks find you if they yeah, want to get in yeah. touch with you? Yep. So you can always email me, Wendy at plus.ca works, wgory at bass.com works, or our website, bassbc.com. Great. Well, thanks again. Thanks Thanks for for having me. Thank you, Wendy. Well, Ed, we've got two more shows here. Coming up tomorrow. Yep, same bat time, same bat channel, two, two to three every day. And we're we're thrilled to be able to do that live here from the show. So... We'll see you tomorrow, and it, not in 167 hours, right. but, in, but in 23. 23 hours. I love it. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Voice America.